Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Shelf Impactors. Uh, in this episode, it's just me talking on a subject that's rather close to my heart. Um, and that subject is measuring the success of design or put in another way, measuring design effectiveness. So average packaging design fits a purpose in most customer cases. Great, well thought out packaging design has multiple benefits to the customer and to the brand. So here I'm referring to clear messaging, shelf standout, effective tone of voice, and ultimately does the packaging make the brand the standout choice for the consumer? I like to think that we can all assume that investing in design does achieve results. Um, really, Realistically, I don't think there's anyone who can deny that. But my question here is how can we measure design effectiveness? Part of my own process with my, my business, Blue to Design, when starting a new client project, is at the point of capturing the design brief, one of the questions I'll ask the client is how they intend to measure the success of the design solution that we'll provide for them. Now, I have to say that personally, I'm a serious um, routine tracker. And by this, I mean that I love to measure everything that I do so I can have a clear indication of how I'm improving. Um, some call it slightly obsessive uh, in nature, but I want to constantly analyze my own effectiveness and see where I can improve. Also, I do this to hopefully be to better myself uh, in my own pursuits and possibly be a better human being. So I do this in my personal life an awful lot from my own physical training that I do religiously every morning to my daily nutritional intake, which is measuring my own pre-prepared meals, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I mean, I even measure my own sleep patterns every night to see how I can improve my rest uh, at nighttime. So when it comes to my work and my business output, I, I kind of look at it, so why wouldn't I want to measure that too? So I've always been a firm believer in the notion that uh, what gets measured gets managed. And I pretty much apply this to almost everything uh, I do in my life. In terms of my own business, and I guess anyone's business for that matter, whether you're measuring your prospect to customer conversion rates, or if you're measuring uh, and comparing your click-through rates on your website, all this sort of stuff as a business helps us to assess the success of our own hard work. Broadly speaking, almost everything we do now can be tracked and measured in some form of way. Um, of course, I know it's not to everyone's taste, but access to this sort of data is extremely accessible on so many levels. For example, one can be looking at Google Analytics or for their own website data, or maybe the click-through rate of their latest email newsletter they've just sent out. Um, you could be looking at the monthly rate of sales, comparing the profitability of each of the projects that you've undertaken. I mean, you could even be measuring the speed at which your email responses go out to customer questions that you have. Um, to back all this up, there's so many sort of software solutions that can create these little charts uh, and break down all this data to contrast and compare. The reason for me bringing up the subject of measuring effectiveness is that I want to discuss the concept of measuring the success of design, but more specifically, the success of packaging design. So I've heard many design aficionados and people in the design game talk around the subject, but few have really hit the nail on the head for me. I mean, I want to be able to say to my clients how my company's work has and continues to do so, bringing about success for their brand. The easiest way for me to do this is to use impact stats, but these can often be misconstrued and taken out of context. 
So going back to my question uh, that I asked the client at the initial stages of any project that we work on, the, the briefing stage, I'll ask them how they intend to measure the success of the design. It'll be no surprise that I've had so many quick responses to this question. These are responses like, well, obviously, if it's a success, we'll make more money off the back of the design. Uh, we'll have increased brand awareness. We'll have increased number of customers. We'll sell more products. We'll see a greater number of visitors to our website. Whilst there's no right answer to this question uh, of measuring design effectiveness, I can't not agree with the answers that I've been given. As someone who's a measure and management fanatic, uh, I'm often left wanting to ask if there's something more tangible that we can measure, something we can analyse the effectiveness, the efficiency, the profitability uh, for all the parties involved in the product, project. Now, if I dig deeper, most of my clients do indeed have some form of matrix that they will tentatively refer to. It'll often or go something along the lines, something along the lines of comparing rate of sales, pre-design to post-design. Whilst this may seem like common sense, there are so many discerning factors that can affect the rate of sales that using this form of measurement um, of design effectiveness alone can be rather misleading. By way of a demonstration, let's take the example of a sale of a can of beans. Um, so it's purely hypothetical. A nice, simple FMCG CPG product. In this example, the branded can of baked beans prior to the design was looking tired on shelf uh, and all the closest competitors were looking more appealing to the consumer in terms of visual language and tone of voice. So a decision is then made to apply a redesign or rebrand to the can of beans. So it goes through a complete overhaul with a new all single dancing brand, new look label and possibly even a new can with a new tear off lid. So upon reintroduction of this new brand, it gets placed into the retail outlet. Firstly, at a discounted introductory offer to entice the new consumers to buy the new brand. Um, it's also then supported by bright, prominent, well-positioned point of sale to support the rebrand. Um, to top all that, it's also relocated at an end of aisle positioning to give it more of a presence in the retail store. So you can see how suddenly the ability to measure old sales versus new sales can be slightly misleading in terms of using the sales numbers to measure the design effectiveness because there are so many contributing factors that have benefited this new brand. A quote that I found on this particular subject uh, by Frank Nass, who is the MD at um, uh, Design Bridge's studio in Amsterdam. Design is not just about creativity. It's a careful balance of creativity and effectiveness. If it doesn't sell, then it's not effective. Um, and then he goes on to refer to uh, the four principles of an effective packaging design. Um, it, number one, it could be seen on shelf, which he refers to as impact. Number two, it engages shoppers, which he refers to as relevance. Uh, number three, it communicates key messages and or point of difference. That's the product's advantage. And number four, it sells, which is the product's conviction. So. To sum up my point, essentially measuring the success in packaging design comes down to a number of key factors which all need to be considered when trying to put a value on the overall success stroke effectiveness of the design. So to answer the question, how can we measure the success or effectiveness of design? Um, I don't think there's any one-stop solution that will work for every single project. Uh, but in terms of packaging design specifically, um, I think there's a broadly speaking a way in which we can do this. And now we need to look into short, medium and long term measurements. So for short term, we're looking at things like did the outcome answer the design brief? Uh, 
is the customer happy with the design and are you as the creative provider happy with the result medium term we're looking at things like has the design resulted in an upturn in sales um, especially if this is a rebrand um, has there been an increased uptake in customers uh, and has the consumer's awareness improved that we've done five focus groups i guess and longer term are our annual sales up on previous years and uh, is there scope to add to the range um, be it new flavors or even range extensions so that's just one way in which we could probably measure the effectiveness of, of design but it's done over a period of time i guess uh, and via different methods so to summarize most importantly back to what i was saying at the beginning i think the process of creating truly effective design starts at the briefing stage even before the design team begins their design magic it begins with the first conversation with the client forming an understanding of exactly what the packaging design is going to do and moreover what the design is going to look like in terms of results for the client so armed with this information from the outset this is when we can really begin to value and measure the design effectiveness